Thank you. Um, I'm wearing the shirt from the podcast art. I know you look good. I love which that. Which I have it. Well, I'm thank you for loving it, but I haven't been wearing it in a long time because the last time I wore it, I was at a bar and this guy sitting next to me goes, who I've never spoken to before or since. This is just some random man. Goes, yeah. can I ask you a question? And I go, sure. <laughs> he goes, you work at Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> Also, thank you for coming to my birthday party. Can we talk about your birthday party? Yeah, we can talk about my birthday party. Okay. It was Let's, was it not a really good party? It was objectively one of the better parties I've been to. Okay, I'm stealing that location. No, everyone is. I think I started a trend. I think I that think that is going to become the, the birthday spot. spot. It's that's the spot. the spot. No, you did a really good birthday. Uh, some people. Did you we, eat? Did you get to eat the food? I ha- yeah, I had a little bite. The food is so good there. Food was good. They were so generous. They gave us all that food. That was so nice of them. They gave it to you? Yeah, the owner's really nice. Okay, that's really nice. I, here's what I have to say. Adult birthday parties, I had yours, and then I had another one to sort of compare it to (gasps) just a a day before. Okay, wow. So it was kind of nice. You killed it. Let's discuss what types of birthday parties we should be avoiding in adulthood. You're 25. You don't need a birthday dinner. That is how old I turned on Friday. It's yeah, 25. exactly. That Jake is actually 25. <laughs> I'm 25 years old. You're 25. Enough with the birthday dinner, okay? I don't want to pretend that it's fun to sit across from your college roommate who I've met once and split a $60 dish of pasta and not even talk to you because you're yeah. across the, all the other side of the table. Yeah. And that's my night. And then everybody ends up paying the same amount for like the drinks that somebody at the no, end got. Absolutely. It's just ridiculous. It's not a way to celebrate. You don't even get to be face-to-face with the birthday girl or boy. It's so stupid. If you're going to have a bunch of different people and not just have one friend group, but like mix your friend groups, have a party. That way people can walk around, mingle, look for people that they have things in common with. Sitting and eating dinner is not fun and it's not a celebration and it's fucking weird and expensive. Okay. Do you know what I think that, I think what people, this is what uh, an epiphany I had recently. Yeah is I think the issue is that we have a lot of, we've created culturally shame around people having multiple birthday events. Hear me out. I think you're going to agree with me. Okay, 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 okay. And I do think you should be shamed if you are expecting the same people to go to multiple birthday events. But if you don't want to have a party, but you have multiple friend groups, have two birthday dinners. Exactly. If you want, or, or have a party and then have a, this is what I did, party with a huge group, and then a very small dinner. Right, those exactly. Are, I think those are two completely valid options. I don't think you should be, I don't think there's anything wrong with making multiple birthday plans with different groups of people. Right. I think that is totally acceptable and we shouldn't be shaming people for being like, she did three things for her birthday. Yeah, she has three friend groups. Right, exactly. I don't want to meet your other friend group either. Exactly. I'm 25, I'm not making you friends, sorry. Like, controversial opinion, but whatever. I also, if the birthday dinner that you're gonna have with the close friends, in addition to the other one, if any of these dinners, these meals can't fit on a round table, they have to become a rectangular table, you're done. Oh, I think it's a six person max. It's I would a say six eight, person I would max. Say eight flex. Oh my God. You eight can't, is like eight is like the absolute max. If I'm not sitting across if if I'm at a rectangular table, if it's so many people that I have to sit across 100%. from somebody that I don't even know. If the restaurant has to go get a two top and bring it over and add it to the end of your table, cancel the You're dinner. You're done. Cancel the <laughs> it's dinner. It's over. It's unacceptable. Cancel your birthday. 100%. No. We're too old for this shit. But you had Okay, so now we can compare it. So Jake had the 
perfect soiree. This is making me so happy. And I am <laughs> the ultimate. You know, I, I don't think about my own wedding. All I do is, you know, uh, think about what I wouldn't do when yeah, I look yeah, at yeah, other yeah. people's weddings totally. and criticize theirs. Like, this is my favorite thing to do. So with birthdays, I, and I'm not claiming I've ever had a great birthday party. I always fuck up every year. I'm terrible at planning. But you, my friend, you hit the nail on the keppy because <sighs> you walk in to this little burrito shop. Yes. I'm confused as fuck. Oh, some some help some uh, more directions what it might have been helpful, but it's okay. I, I did forget that it's like a kind of, it's not a speakeasy quite because the door's not hidden, but yeah. it is like a door at the back of a burrito shop. It's the it's Shout a out door. to Super Burrito in Williamsburg. It is such a good bar, such a good restaurant. It's, it's so, so cool. It's in a burrito shop. So you walk in, the burrito shop is closed. They're like cleaning up. I'm like, what's going on? And the woman's like, no, no, no. She just gestures back there. <laughs> And I go, I hear the music faintly. It was so funny. I walk in and there it is. There's all our friends. It's so much fun. I know. Disco ball, burritos everywhere. And the best part of this party was you can kind of come in and come out. Like it's like, it's just chill. Like yes. it's it's join in if you please yes. or leave. And everybody gets one or two drinks. You don't have to, there's no reason to buy out a whole bar. No well, that's what's, what, that's what's amazing about that place is that you don't buy out the whole bar but you do get that back alcove is your private space. Exactly. And there's like a rope that you can put up if you want, but that's like tech, that was technically like my space. But then it's like everyone can bleed over. And then there's right. people who aren't part of the party at the front, which I actually think makes the room kind of feel more full. Right. I loved it. I thought it and was And the drinks perfect. there are so good, I think. It was so much fun. Yeah. I had the, the greatest time. Tell the story about your friend, Olivia. Wait, what? which story about her? Baja Blast. Oh my God. Okay, wait. I actually figured out that it's a little bit different than what I thought it was. Okay, fine. But it was very funny. So we went out. So like, I mean, I had a I had a late birthday night. I got out. I got out. I got home real late. Yeah. And yeah. Are you? You're not going to talk about it. No, I'm going to wait about. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. Okay, got it. Sorry. <laughs> we don't have to talk don't. about the reason I got. Home I know late. they hate it when we do that. <laughs> Sorry. DM Jake and ask. Yeah, you can DM me and ask. <laughs> um, but we went out to another like late night bar near my apartment after we left that because like Super Burrito closed at two. So then there was like another location. Yeah. And then my friend Olivia was outside smoking a cig and she saw a guy who was kind of like, I think he was like flirting with her a little bit. Yeah. She saw him on his phone ordering Taco Bell DoorDash and she said, get me a Baja Blast. And then. 20 minutes later, we're all sitting around having beers. And a, and I missed that part of the conversation. So in the middle of us just sitting there, all of a sudden, a strange man I've never seen before walks up to my friend Olivia and hands her a frozen Baja Blast. And she said, thank you. And he walked away. That's incredible. <laughs> See, that's called the the divine feminine energy, people. I, we texted, I texted her in the morning the photos of her with the Baja Blast. And she said, all you have to do in this life is ask for what you want. <laughs> I will <wasn't he> say <laughs> It's incredible. He texted me that after I asked how the party went the next morning. He texts me about the um, Baja Blast. And I said, no, with no relation to this, but I was like, doesn't she have a boyfriend? Because it seemed like yeah. she like, I didn't know if she went home. You shut me down so quick. You go, a, a Baja Blast is not a cheater man. Yeah, a Baja Blast is not a cheater man. <laughs> I was like, like it's so irrelevant to the conversation. I'm like, so if I want to like know a little bit more about your friend. <laughs> Anyways, that day was one of the worst days of my life and your party really, really brought me out of it. I, I kept making this weird mistake this week. This is disgusting. So hold on to your hats if, oh, you're, no. if you're willing to listen. I had a terrible day that day and was happened to also be on my period. Now, something that the people should know is that when you have a copper IUD, which is what I have, 
the, the Those, effect that it sorry. has. No, please ask your question. I want to answer the questions. That's the one that like can make your periods really bad. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's not hormonal, but because it's copper, for whatever reason, something with copper and blood. I love this IUD. All it does is kill sperm. It doesn't affect me. It just kills the sperm, which feels like my. Is it as effective match. as um the hormonal? Yes. That's oh cool. yeah, and I have it for twelve But it makes years. like bru brutal periods, like insane. Okay, like That's the Red Sea. Tough. So <laughs> I'm like really struggling when my period comes right, but this time around. It was, I must have been a little early. Like I wasn't feeling my my usual symptoms. Like it just wasn't top of mind. Like uh -huh. it wasn't coming. So I didn't expect to get it. I'm having a bad day. I go on this girl, Natalie Cuomo's podcast. This one's got like what? Probably 400 something thousand followers. Big podcast, huge, Okay. huge video. Just like we're recording right now. I'm sitting here just like this. And we do the whole podcast and I was sort of walked out of there. was like, that was kind of nice. Like I needed that nice little break from reality. We had such a lovely conversation. Uh -huh. And I sit down on the subway in something of a puddle. No, 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 no. Oh, Did I am. Did you free bleed through the full podcast? Profusely bleeding. No. <laughs> profusely free bleeding. <laughs> was All it on camera? Yeah. No. Like, right. Like this right now. Talia. No. Like, like it was really on her white fluffy chairs. How did a producer not step in? The producer, Should, which is kind of cool at this studio, the producer sits in a little alcove outside. And I think that she kind of, she doesn't have to like look at the the TV. I'm sorry. That's a huge part of your oh, job so as a producer. Zena would never. Can I tell Zena you, Zena? Zena would, from Los Angeles, get on a plane, fly here and be like, get off the couch. <laughs> I'm tying a jacket around your waist. <laughs> I brought it from LA. Zena, you would never do, let it hang, leave us hanging like that. I, For all I know, for I want to give the benefit of the doubt. For all I yeah. know, I started profusely bleeding in the last five minutes. Okay. But I Have know, you emailed Natalie Cuomo to be like, hey. I did. Okay. I, I had to text Natalie Cuomo. And instead of saying, hey, great. Thanks for having me. I had to say, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to just, <coughs> while you're editing, take a minute. Oh, my Maybe crop God. the bottom of that. And then, no. and then I go to your party. Everything is fine, whatever. At some point here and there, I'm switching tampons as a healthy woman should do. Toxic shock is real. So I'm switching the tampons, whatever. And I guess I became distracted while doing that. I don't know. I just fucking forgot, I guess. To put and one in? To put a new one in. <laughs> this is at Super Rito? Yeah. Oh my God. So when I left, I then had to go meet up with somebody and ruined a pair of jeans again. It's not over. Oh, my <laughs> This is how distracted God. I've been. So I get home and I'm like, I can't believe I did this, but it wasn't that bad. It was just a little like droplet. I was like, I just started again. So I was like, okay, okay. I just forgot, but it's not a problem. It's not going to happen again. I don't like to sleep with the tampon in because it's like, whatever. You don't really get your period when you're sleeping. At least I don't. It's really hard to Is explain. it because you're laying down? It's, it's not you're the laying gravity. Down, yeah, that so makes there's sense no gravity. So I didn't wear it. And then I woke up and I went to the bathroom and... I just felt like it had stopped and I just didn't, again, I didn't remember to put another one in. So I went to meet my family friend in Flatiron and walked around in some whitewashed jeans all over. No, so if you're a denim Nolita, company listening Noah, to this, we need a sponsor. We need a, we need a denim sponsorship because really Natalia is out of pants. In Nomad. That's the worst part is I already have not, I don't even need a tampon. I already am sponsored by the period soaking underwear. Oh, right. I, I do great with them. We love each other, me and that partnership. <laughs> and yet I still, Forgot still, 
I'm walking around nomad covered in blood. Like so, a girl stopped me and was like, hi. <laughs> like, oh my God. Wait, because she recognized you or because she saw the blood? Because she saw the blood. How did I do this again? Oh, that is really tough. What is wrong with me? That's tough. That's really tough. It's not gonna, I, something tells Someone's me it's calling not. calling you. It's not anymore. <laughs> um, I, wait, what was I gonna say? You were the talk of the party when you left the party because. Why? Because you told us you were like, I have to go to Midtown to meet someone for drinks. And it was like midnight. Yeah. And everyone awful. was like, people have to be like, did you hear she's going to Midtown? <laughs> like everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, just like no one go like from like, at that hour to go to Midtown. I was like, my friend could be like, my leg has been cut off. I'd be like, I'll see you in the morning. Like yeah. I can't go to Times Square right now. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I you really were really the talk of the party for like a, for a minute there. I'm so glad I left an, an impression. <laughs> but okay, so how was the rest? What did I miss? You missed. I mean, like you just missed like drinking and eating burritos and hanging out and like good music and it was like very very fun. Then we went and got the Baja Blast and then it was a lovely time. Okay, good. Um, good. and I will say for only sleeping two hours because I slept from seven to nine and then I woke up at like nine or 10 and my roommate was like, hey, do you want to go to King Spa, which is the Korean spa in Jersey? Have you I been? I love Korean spas. Yeah, he was like, do you want to go to a Korean spa for your birthday? And I was like, sure. And then like kind of like within an hour of being awake, I was on the road to New Jersey to go to the spa. And forget for only, for having a night where I only slept two hours, I kind of got away with it. Like the next day I like went to bed and felt fine. Right, like, it's kind of nice when you don't sleep and then the next day you yeah, go to bed at like 10 I, and it's normal. I did have my birthday party the day before my birthday so that it was my birthday at midnight. Yeah. And then, so then on my actual birthday, I went out to dinner with like three friends and then we were gonna go out for drinks after and we walked into the Exley, literally like without exaggeration, we walked inside the Exley and I was like, I actually just wanna go home. Like I'm so tired because we had been out so late the night before, but that was totally fine. And then we went home, had a little wine on the couch and then I was like definitely in bed by midnight. I will say, I don't really care about age, but 31 was like a little, I think 31 is the first time I've ever been jarred by my age. It is a little jarred. Because I think like you, I think 30 gets built up so much that it's like you're entering your 30s, yeah. but 30 is like such a cute age. Like I'm 30. Yeah, And then 31 cute. is sort of like, well, it's not cute anymore. Now you're just in your 30s, bitch. And you know what I mean? It like hit in a different way. I'm like over it now, but for like one second, I was like, ooh, okay. I still think that 31 classifies as cute can I, i'll tell you as a straight woman who's like looking at men their ages and figuring out sexually what they correspond to i'll tell you that 31 is like it's a cute age you know what the hottest age is for a man 37 no 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 32 okay well i'm getting close 32 32 32, <laughs> 32 is when the man <laughs> yeah. you need to stop talking like that 32 <laughs> is when the man is ripe. Ripe. Okay. <laughs> That's like the best age for a man. It's hot. So 31 from a woman's perspective is like you're ripening. You should. <laughs> Did I talk? Do we talk about like that? I've been thinking about this recently. It's like interesting dating right now. Like dating in like the 30, 31, 32 age period. Is, yeah. I'm finding very strange because it's like. Dating someone who's slightly older than you and dating someone who's slightly younger younger than you are two like wildly different times in your life. Yeah, like being twenty seven versus being like thirty five is like so different. Right, that it's kind of weird to be in the middle of that with dating. Like I'll go on a date one night with someone who, or like I'll I'm like I'll be talking to someone who's like younger than me and still kind of like figuring things out, and then I'll be talking to someone who like owns their apartment, and right. it's like that's really jarring. And it's like which one do I want to date? I don't it's know. So it's weird. it's a very weird. Um, time bracket to be in, I'm finding. With every year that passes too, 
I'm forced to think about like what is the youngest that I would go at this age at this like level of consciousness that uh-huh. I'm at right now. It's never more than like a year younger than me, but I do think about like what the fuck were these guys dating me when I was 19 doing? It's crazy. Like, are you insane? Like I'm looking like every single year I get older, I'm like up oh, 24. Would I ever touch a college freshman? <laughs> Literally no. not with a 10-foot pole. Like, no. what the fuck were these guys thinking? Yeah, They're crazy. No, it's crazy. That's insane. No, it's crazy. Yes. But I will never, ever deny 32 <laughs> <laughs> is the perfect age for a man. It's That's going to make me so sad when I turn 33. I'm going to be like, well, let's just I'm hold down sorry. here for me. 33 is kind of schlubby. 34, you get a little bit Have of you seen back. Melissa Rich has a my friend Melissa Rich has a very good bracket of which ages are old and which are young and it's, it's okay. What it's, are the old and young ones? Um, it's like I know that like it's like thirties young. I think it's like thirties young, thirty ones old, thirty two young, thirty five is old. Like I think she's more talking about your experience within the age. I feel like thirty five is older than thirty six. Thirty five is, is older than thirty six. Yeah, thirty five is. is older than thirty six. Yeah, Melissa's Melissa's I her breakdown of it is like absolutely perfect. Also, twenty five is older than twenty. Twenty five is older than twenty. Twenty five is older than twenty eight. Twenty five is so. I'm turning twenty five next month. That's really exciting. Which I do. Everyone talk about me. I think. <laughs> I think. Go to. Let's do it at Super Burrito. Yeah, I think. Can I see? Yeah, it? it's. I. I don't. I don't. If anyone, I'll probably throw my birthday party there again next year. It was like that easy. Really? That's the thing. It was so easy. It's so easy and not expensive. Beautiful place to have a birthday. Yeah, like such a Love good. It. Highly recommend. Um, my only concern, I'm people doing it there. I'm not like you're copying my birthday. My only right. concern is that it's going to get too popular and then it's right. going to be hard to get the dates. We didn't discuss Halloween weekend, did we? Oh, we didn't. What did you dress up as? I was the brawny man. I looked. Oh, did, right. The bra. Did I show you the saying, photo? Yes, you showed me the photo. I looked. Brawny okay. as in brawn, like br- brains and brawn. B-R-A-W-N-N-Y. But it's the, the paper well, towel When brand. you said brawny, I was thinking like you were LeBron James's kid. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was the brawny man. And then I was a vampire on actual Halloween, but that costume wasn't that good. Oh. Um. But this was me as the brownie man. I looked really good. Yeah, you looked really good. Um, Halloween wasn't making that much noise this year. Have you seen that? <laughs> but have you seen that guy on Twitter that's tweeting for every single holiday? And he's like, Christmas ain't ma- making the same noise it used to. <laughs> but every single holiday. That's funny. And somebody finally found all of them, like searched his name and found it. And was like, wait a second. Like, <laughs> nothing's made noise for this guy. What is it? <laughs> noise. He keeps saying about everything. But it is like always true for somebody that every year it's like, for me, Halloween didn't make noise. Yeah. It was not it. Like, I just, it was whatever. Well, this is the thing. We were in a really tough year this year, and that it's going to be better next year because it's on a Thursday. The The years when Halloween is on a Tuesday or a Wednesday are absolutely brutal. What about Monday? No, Monday is more doable because it's, the thing is, it's when it's on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, it's like, it's the whole weekend leading up, yeah. and then Monday is like a rest day or another party day, and then Halloween is also a party day. Halloween really ideally is on a Friday, Saturday, or, or a Friday or Saturday, and a Thursday is also fine. Okay. Because it's like, it just gets extended. Like, Halloween gets extended in this way that's so crazy when it's not on a weekend. Yeah, I get it. And especially, like... There's also I've I've run into a couple years when Halloween has been on a Wednesday where people will have tried to throw because my birthday's the third. Mm-hmm. People have tried to like have a Halloween party on my birthday. 
Yeah. And I'm like, guys, like you gotta pump the brakes. Like it's three it's days done. after the holiday, like it's done. After after it becomes November, it's done. You My mom was so afraid when she was pregnant with me that she was gonna have me on Halloween. Like she didn't want me to have a Halloween birthday. She, Why? That's kind of fun. I think she just wanted me to have my own day. So yeah, she like, I get it. Well, oh, also because that my mom. Be nice. Sorry, my mom's my mom's birthday is a Christmas birthday. She's not Christmas yeah. Day, but she's like you. She's really close to Christmas. Sucks. So I think she, knowing how much that sucks, wanted me to have my own birthday. Right. So I just always chuckle to thinking about my mom sitting in 1992 on on Halloween, being like, so funny. But then she had me on election day. Oh, right. Your election I'm baby. election day. I was born oh, the day Clinton was elected. Oh, that's so cute. Which it's fine because it doesn't come up that often, but I, my birthday was the Trump-Biden election, and that was truly the worst birthday. Like, I just didn't have a birthday that, th- that year. When he won, when Biden won, though. Oh, well, but it, it took Biden four days to win. Correct. So right. on that day. That was, day was a good day, though. Do you remember November 7th? It was a fun day. 2021? Yeah, people was, were like. Martin. Was it 2020? It was 2020. It was 2020, yeah. Oh, that was a beautiful day. It was a fun day. The Biden, vibes were so good. whatever, but it was such a beautiful day. It was like, a very the vibes were oh. good that day. When you don't when you take out the context of like the presidency after it's like especially you can be like very fun day. It was a beautiful day. Oh, I would have loved to be in New York. Should we get to the calls? Yes, let's get to the calls. But if there are any thirty-two-year-old men, <laughs> did Jeff reach out? Wait, because I realized when you were like Jeff hadn't reached out, the episode hadn't come out yet. Jeff has not reached out. Jeff, uh, get it together. Come but on. I did meet a really hot Australian. Okay, which I, I hate that accent. I think Australian accents are for women. So are British accents. <laughs> Why, mm, as like a man, a br- do you have any accent like that? <laughs> it's for women. But this guy was like. Definitely, definitely <laughs> thirty-two. Okay, <laughs> I've never seen this side of you. It's like so kooky. All right, ready? Yeah. Hi guys, I just wanted to call in to hear y'all's opinions. I've been with my boyfriend for almost three years now, and it's just like every time we have sex, I just kind of feel like what the hell did I just do? Why did I do that? And it's also a lot of, I don't really ever feel in the mood anymore. And we used to have sex like every single day. And I see on TikTok, like your body will reject him before you do. And I just want to hear y'all's opinions on the whole thing. Love y'all. Bye. Okay. Um... That's really funny. I why? Do <laughs> what? Imagine if you had sex with your partner of three years, and then you're laying in bed, and she looked up at the ceiling and went, "What the hell did I just do?" <laughs> I'd be. Like- <laughs> I well, here's where here's where we differ. What? I just don't think that's that weird. Am I? Is that bad? I I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, do you ever get the feeling after you're masturbating where you kind of just sit there and you're like, "I'm disgusting. I should never be allowed in public." Do you ever get that? Like, not, I mean, not, no, not really. I think it's like post not clarity. It's just sort of like a little momentary. Right, but I think her, right, but I think her concern is if post not clarity is I don't like my boyfriend. Yeah, then, okay, well, you got to dump him. <laughs> What's the problem? I just think we need more, I need more information. Are you like saying that, because she's like, we used to have sex every day and now I'm not in the mood. Have you ever enjoyed this sex? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, have, is this sex? I would like-, like to know more clarity, but it seems, look, if she's calling in and saying this, yeah, I think she's ready to end the relationship. No? I mean, right? I guess like, I don't, I like, don't. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes this stuff, it goes sour and the sex is usually when things are like done. Sex is the first thing to go. You get the ick. 
Like what what I'm when I really like when I like somebody but not enough to really be dating them anymore or at all to begin with, it's always the laying in bed together naked that gets me the most like heebie-jeebies because it's like when it's not right, that's the part where you're the most vulnerable and the most intimate that it's sort of like if I can't like you here, something's wrong. Like, you know what I mean? But then I'll sit across from them at the dinner table and it's fine. Like we're having a great time. I feel like I'm literally the opposite. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's some something about like, like I've been in bed with guys that I thought that I really liked, but I wasn't sure about dating them yet. And then the way I figured it out was like, they're in my bed. First of all, if a guy that I really like is in my sheets, butt naked, I'm like, fuck yeah. But if a guy that I'm sort of like, he's definitely hot, but I don't know if I want to date him and he's butt naked in my sheets, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That is disgusting. Okay, interesting. I'm and like, if he's like touching me, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't like that he's touching me. That's how I know. I oh, like interesting. Because I've had times, like I can think of a couple of times, like I remember like one time I, the, I had had sex with this guy a couple of times, like very casually, yeah. and it was like very good. And so we were like, let's go on a date. And, like, I've never, like, on the date, I was, like, sitting across from him, like, screaming, like, someone pull the fire alarm. Like, we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. This is so bad. But I wouldn't have known that based on the sex. So I don't think, like, I guess for me, sometimes it's the opposite where it's, like. Sometimes it is. There's a person I have who's like that. I guess, and like. I hook up with often where the sex is pretty good, but then. As soon as, like, like, one time I came over and was like, I'm kind of hungry. He was like, are you sure you want to do this right now? As in, like, are you sure you want to sit down and have dinner together? Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, honestly yeah. considered going and getting food separately and then coming That's back. That's so having sex. funny. Because we knew that it's just, like, we don't have that great chemistry uh, of chemistry when we're sitting across from each other. But I think sometimes, for me, I'm the same way as this girl. The defining moment where I really know I got to break it off is when, like, during sex, I'm creeped out. During... <gasps> It's not weird to get a little bit of shame after you fuck anybody. I think that's normal. Well, I guess my these are my this is my point though is like for her, to give her advice. I'm like if that's what it is, like you are creeped out by having sex with him or finding him sexually unattractive, then I do think yes, that's a problem in your relationship. If it's just more about like how you're feeling about sex in general or about yourself, like mm -hmm. then maybe. But you like him, then I feel like maybe that's like something to work on. You know. Yeah, but it's, I just, I think I'm taking into account, I do wish we had more information. I really do. And I think that your advice is right. However, consider that she called into her favorite podcast. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say favorite. I put that word in your mouth. <laughs> she calls back. She not, called not in. Not your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> not your favorite. No, uh, she called into a podcast and she literally said, like, it took enough time for her to sit down and be yeah. like, I'm considering this enough and I consider it enough of a problem that no, I'm going to go valid. and ask. I don't know. I even think that if you're going to like going online, going to therapy to try and figure something out in your relationship, it's enough of a problem that maybe it's just like not something that you should do. Like, I don't know. It's, you, you remember when it was good and you're telling me you didn't have these feelings before after sex. Sometimes, sometimes what happens to me is after I have an orgasm, I feel kind of weird. Do you ever get that? It's post up clarity. It's like when you feel sure. sort of uncomfortable and you look at the person, you're like, mm, well, have you also had weird. the thing where like you haven't had like, have you ever had the thing where you haven't had like really good sex in a while? And then when you have it, you're kind of like, oh, I forgot that that's what that's like. And it makes yes. you realize how bad some of the sex you've been having is. Yes. Maybe and it's also, also that. Do you ever have that moment where you get scared of an orgasm or, or and <laughs> when you get scared of an orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're like doing, orgasm. you're like working out your SNL character reel on this episode. It's really crazy. Do you ever get scared of an orgasm? 
<laughs> I kind of know what you're talking about. It's sort of like when. Do you, do you ever like? But do you do you know what I'm talking about? When you're like in it and you, it's like intense and you sort of yeah, yeah. Like, you're like oh no, get it like uncomfortable. You, no, that's kind of fun though. Yeah, it's sort of like it, no, it's not like that. Never mind. But I feel like I if I were having that with my boyfriend after three years and it was making me feel like weird enough to call into a podcast and be like, what's yeah, wrong? something ain't good. Totally. I, th- I think I think you know take Jake's advice, but. I really, if you want me to be direct. I would say the flag is red. I think the flag is red. The I flag think the relationship red. has gone sour and it's time to seek. There are pl- plenty of fish in the sea who you can have sex with who may- won't make you feel so grossed out after. All right, should we do the next call? Yeah. Hi, my name is Mia. I'm, so I'm seeing this guy and we're like technically exclusive, but he's on Tinder he claims to be on Tinder to make friends and to network. And in fact, he has Tinder gold. We're trying to get as many matches as he possibly can because he wants to make as many friends as possible in New York City. That's where I go to school. That's where, as you know, I know him. He's trying to convince me so much that it's just to make friends and that, in fact, he'll let me meet his Tinder friends. But, like, I don't know. Part of me thinks this is a, this is a red flag. What do you think? Let me know. Thank you so much. Bye. Nia, I love you. Are you fucking serious? Girl. Uh, are we are we for fucking real with that? The producer is literally like that. <laughs> that uh, you gotta be. Even the joke. producer is sitting he's here. Like, he's his like, he's like, <laughs> that is are you for real, dude? Nia. <laughs> Nia. It's sorry. It's me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen. You, there's no way she's listened to the 23 episodes of this podcast that have been released and not known that this is going to be our exact reaction. There's no world. I love you, girl. Come on. I'm sorry. First, if anything, dump him because who needs to make friends? On oh my god! Tinder gold? What? You're like using Tinder gold? Well, that's like on Raya. There's that set because like I don't know. If, I don't think that's on Tinder, but on Raya, there's that setting that's like here for just friends. Well, and whenever- that's when you want to creep and see who's there, but you're technically in a relationship. Oh, I guess that's, that's what it is. That's not for actual friends. That's just because you want to stay on right. It's like a fun way to do it and sort of get away with Every it. Every time it comes up, though, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I know. I know it's so stupid. I know. Jo- John Mayer had that on. Interesting. I, I got I got kicked off of Raya for exposing John Mayer's profile. <laughs> well, I was ready to go. It was fine. But he has just for just here to make friends on. I'm sort of like, shut up. Raya's annoying because you'll I'll see a really hot guy and it'll be like, this is Tom. He lives in Copenhagen and is visiting Miami. And I'm like, why do I give a fuck? I'm in New York. It's the dumbest app. It's, it's anyway, very dumb. But wait, so, no, Nia, like, you have to break up with him. It's done. I'm sorry. If you're saying we're technically exclusive, that, like, the I'm sorry. This is, that is a boat with holes in it with post-its over the holes. Like, that's a <laughs> joke. Like, are you kidding me? Like, come on, girl. I just say I like. Look it's time for there. you to get Tinder gold and find someone the fuck else. No, you're not gonna get Tinder gold. You're better than Tinder gold. You should not. That's my cringiest thing of this whole situation. Tinder gold. Yeah. Who's using that? That's like. I don't have Tinder. I don't even know what that entails. Oh my god, that's like being on um, I don't know what OKCupid.com or something. Like not even the app. Oh yeah. It's just like so E-Harmony. outdated. Eharmony, thank you. <laughs> OKCupid, I think is making a comeback. E-Harmony, come on. Does E-Harmony still exist? You used to see E-Harmony commercials every Everywhere. 20 seconds. That old guy who was like, science, whatever. Like that, because like there are 23 questions of compatibility or whatever. I feel like I saw mm. that commercial so much when I was a kid. I want to make you an E-Harmony profile. That would be like a funny episode. Does it, wait, I'm going to look, does E-Harmony still exist? Anyways, 
Yeah. Does I eHarmony know. allow gays is the other question. Oh, good question. eHarmony does exist. Find real love. Anybody who's on Tinder gold. Tinder gold. He's paying for Tinder. Girl. Enough. Oh, Ooh. my God. What? Guess how much eHarmony costs a month. How much? Thirty five ninety. What? <laughs> they, Damn. They must be sending you, like, golden money. <laughs> Can you imagine the that money is you're finding on eHarmony? crazy. Why is it so expensive? I don't know. I haven't looked into eHarmony in a long-ass time. That's so many. All right. Next wow. call. Okay, yeah, Nia. I'm like, I love you, but that's it's chopped. He's out. No, like, it's, there's nothing we can say. I there's know we're nothing. Being, you knew what, and and you we, knew you what knew you were this, calling you about. You knew that this is what this was going to be. Don't be stupid. There's you knew. no world. I just self respect. The next, what? the title of the next call is juicy, and I'm excited. Okay. Why is it not thirty two? Juicy juice. <laughs> oh juicy juicy men who are thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Hey guys, um, love the pod. You said you wanted juicy calls, so here you go. Please keep this anonymous. Um, So my friend, like long-term high school friend, but we became closer after high school. Um, We were even referred to each other as best friends sometimes. She was 23 and started hooking up with her boss, who was probably low 40s. Um, her boss is a married man, no kids, um, but they would, you know, fully hook up when, like, she was working or after work or whatever, and I, like, love hanging out with this girl, like, she's been in my life for so long, and we get along so well, but I just, like, cannot respect this thing that she's doing as a child of divorce, um, and I basically cut things off with her just because I couldn't keep her secret anymore and I just you know didn't it wasn't it didn't feel like a good representation of who I am like calling her my best friend while she's doing you know this not so great thing so I've cut her off but um you know I miss her and I am making other girlfriends but sometimes I wonder if I was being too harsh on her because she didn't have a ton of friends just like me, I didn't have a ton of friends, and we were, like, really each other's rock. And I'm still there if she ever needs me, but, you know, am I being too harsh on her? I've given her all the tough love I can. Um, I'm, like, pretty much the only person that knows this big secret. I was having to lie to her mom and her sister and her other friends, and I just couldn't live that life anymore, and I just didn't respect it. So let me know if you think I'm being too tough on her. Or if this is appropriate. I'm 24. She's 23. Well, I'm 25 now. I was 24 at the time. And, you know, it's been months since I haven't talked to her. And I don't think anything's changed. Um, Yeah, let me know. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Before we get into the advice, I just want to say, incredible call. Thank you. Such a good call. This is what I want. That's what we wanted. Juicy gossip that is messy that we yes. can get involved in so thank you i have a lot of this is i have a lot to say and a, but like i have a lot to say but at the same time like not like hard confident opinions does that make sense should we pick sides i think we should work this out as the sides well what side are you i'm on the side of the friend that she's dissing. but see loki so am i this is yeah. the thing it's, okay. but it's like it's not i am on the side of the friend but like it's not as 
it's not totally black and white. I think that your friend <laughs> sounds fun as fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would like to be her friend. Not because what she's doing isn't objectively wrong. Yes, of course it's wrong. No shit. Yes, you're a moral person. Congratulations. Like you have the moral high ground. She should stop. She's doing a very bad thing. But also, that's life. And what are friends for? What the fuck are friends supposed to be for if not to be around? I'm not saying support unconditionally. You can draw the boundary and say, I'm not going to lie to your parents anymore. I don't want to be involved yeah. in the conversation anymore. But to straight out distance yourself from your friend because you don't agree with her decision to do something immoral, that's like the opposite of being a friend. It's just you're supposed to stick around even if you disagree with her. Then if you really care about her, stick around and be there for her when she finally decides to get out of this relationship and she yeah. needs someone to go to for help. Like, I think that, honestly, you are being too harsh on her. Not because she's not doing something wrong, but because this is just not the productive way to go about supporting a friend who is eventually going to come out of this. And it's not gonna, it's, it's no skin off your back. Nobody's going to get mad at you for, for helping her help this guy cheat. It's not, you're not involved yeah, in this. It's sort of like, there's like, it's like there are, it's like she's not doing something that has like moral implications that are leading to like actual physical harm to anyone. Do right. you know what I mean? It's like, I do think like, is it like totally morally sound that she's hooking up with a married guy? No. no. You also said there's no kids involved, which I don't know that that matters. This is the thing is like, I'm like, I do just sort of get gummed up on like the morality of it all because it's like, I don't really know how I feel. Like she's like, I, as a child of divorce, I am also a child of divorce mm -hmm. and like, I don't need to air out my parents' laundry or whatever, but, like, I can maybe, like, whatever. It's, like, right. I, it's, like, I don't villainize, like, oh, my God. There is, like, a bug in here that is really. It's just, it's really, not that it's the bug that's the problem. It's the size of said bug. Yeah. It's a giant fly. It's, like, but anyway, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> the, the fly has a lot of opinions on divorce. and, and <laughs> The fly just wants to offer his thoughts. But it's, like, I'm, like, I don't think. Like, I can empathize with your friend's situation where, like, she's at work with this guy. They have this chemistry. It's getting messy. It's get, It's like <gasps> you as the person. Someone left a Fenty lip gloss. Someone here is fucking cheating on us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, don't put that on. I'm not gonna. I just want to do a swatch. Okay. Um. Ooh. Juicy. <laughs> Not my shade. Um, I'm just like. <laughs> Whose is this? Yeah, shout out. Who else records podcasts here that left a Fenty? Um, Anyways, how much ahead. is one of those? Probably 20 bucks. My friend got in trouble for shoplifting one in okay. college. It's called Pussy Heat. Wait. No, it's not. No, it's Fussy Heat. Fussy Heat. <laughs> Pussy Heat. Would be it looks a lot like a P. <laughs> You'd be see. surprised, but it has dollar signs as the S's. Oh, that's fun. That says pussy. Oh, I would have. Oh, it it's sort of like the font is so small that if you look at it, it goes from an F to a P, like back and forth. Back and forth. That's crazy. I think that's what Rihanna meant. Um, shout I out to Rihanna. I think that's what you wanted. Uh, no, but this it's is like, cute. No, but it's like, I just like don't. Yeah, as your friend, if you guys said you were best friends and you're really leaning on her, I think that there's, there's space on the spectrum between cutting her off and being like, hey, I don't love that I have to lie to your friends and your sister about, or your mom and your sister about this, or like, I don't like the lying about it, but like cutting her off just because you don't like it feels not like a great friend move to me. Amen. I don't it's know. It's just like. I just, I think you're being a little bit of a prude and I'll fucking loser. No, I slug. <laughs> not a fucking loser. No. I don't think you're being a fucking loser. Of course loser. not. It's fucking loser behavior to sleep with a married man, but 
Yeah. It's also like, don't you want shit to laugh about one day when you're old with your friend? Get a grip. It's also, I'm that's just where like, you're have like, have some fun with this. But like, that's when you know you have a good friend is when someone's like, hey, it sucks that you're doing this. I love you. I don't, I don't agree with it. Like right. that, I don't know. For me, it's like, that's a friend who I would feel really seen. Like, I want, I want my closest friends to be the ones that are the most like lovingly critical of me. Like right. I, it's very important to me. It's very, very important to me in all of my close relationships. I think it's why so many of my close relationships are Capricorns is because I need to trust that like when things are bad, when like I do something bad, whether it's like morally bad or like creatively not good, they will tell me because yeah. it is important to me that it means something when I do something good. Right, that shirt creatively and morally not good thank you i'm kidding it's a great chart no i really actually i'm saying um yeah i completely agree i just don't i i don't see i think that a lot of what you're doing here is trying to assert your moral high ground and make yourself feel better when you know in the long run are you really benefiting anybody is it really making her a better person yeah. to not be her friend you know that it's not but i i can understand that cuz i'm projecting i do the same thing also to go back to the child of divorce thing there's another framing of that which is that you're making your trauma of your divorce make like you're letting your trauma from your parents divorce make you a bad friend a little bit yeah like i do think that like like i like it's like in, when harry met sally like meg ryan doesn't disown um Fuck, who, what's the name of the woman who plays Princess Leia? What? Oh, my God. Um, Carrie. Uh, Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you, you went in Harry, when Harry met Sally? Yes. Carrie Fisher's like dating the Mary Man and like yes. the whole movie. She's like, he's he's never going to, like, he, he's going to leave her or whatever. Like, you Meg just, Ryan doesn't disown yeah. her for that. She doesn't approve of it and she doesn't like it. And she's very vocal with her about that. But right. like, she doesn't leave her because of that. Like, right. I do think that that's, I think that you should ideally be there for your friend in those moments being a friend means sticking around it does not mean being okay with everything that your friend does it does not mean not voicing your opinion if your yeah. friend doesn't want you around because you're gonna keep saying like okay i don't want to hear about sex with your married man then fuck her then, then let her cut you out of her life but you need to be around you just don't need to be accepting or you know lie over and say it's fine like you just you just have to be vocal about the fact that it's bad but that's it. Yeah. That's a friend. That's all a friend is. That's it doesn't implicate you. And we're not trying I'm not <clears throat> I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for like this friendship kind of being on the rocks right now. I don't think like I think you called maybe because you are starting to wonder like what because you're realizing you gave up a friendship that is important to you. Right. And she's not going to be sleeping with this man forever. Like infidelity relationships like this are not they are short term always. 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 So it's like it's going to end and it's going to be fine i've worked in a workplace where i knew that someone was sleeping with the boss who was married and i was like the the way it's just not my business like i can't care about it i know what's happening sometimes it was kind of fun to know that i knew and they didn't know that i knew and that other employees didn't know but i knew and that was fun that's fun um but that's just because it's fun having a secret can we totally eliminate now all of the friendship issues so we've established go be your friend again i think go reach out to your friend connect okay it's gonna be a long complicated conversation but have it aside from that so hot to be fucking a boss. Oh, I mean, let's not, you can't even like. It's like so sexy. Especially if they're hooking up like at work, like it's so problematic and oh, bad, but like, of course. so salacious the, and bad. Oh, the tension of it, working a whole shift, waiting like, are we gonna fuck after this? Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had. 
Have yeah, you ever no. have you ever had that? I'm I like was gonna say that and then yeah, no, I don't think I have. I've tried so hard to have that, but it hasn't yeah, happened. No. I have wanted that so bad. I mean, I'm trying to think. No, it actually definitely have it has because it's like I don't have a boss now. I don't I like didn't hook up with any of like the managers of the restaurants I used to work in. That never happened. I I didn't hook up with a boss in college. I was obsessed with one of my bosses that I worked for when I was working in a summer camp. Yeah. Not because he was hot. He was actually like really gross. Well, camp like also changes everything. It just, I was, oh my God, he wasn't really gross. He was just like, so not my type. But like the fact that he's my boss, oh, I was obsessed. Like that, it it actually is scary how hot that is. Yeah. It's, it takes over your life, the idea. Like I, I can't blame your friend, honestly. No, well, that's the other thing. That's kind of why I, I want you to have f- empathy for your friend is because like, it's not imagine? morally good, but like it's so easy to get caught up in the hormones of it, and like the, and like your brain gets like <clears throat> to that. And we're I think only that, like, human. Yeah, we're only human, and oh my god. Also, if you actually want your friend to stop having a friend who's constantly sort of being around, being like, stop, mm, is like, or not stop, but just sort of being like, mm, is like gonna maybe make her help her stay a little bit more right. grounded. Then like, it's like, well, she doesn't have you now, so now she really just has this fucking boss, right? At Foot Locker, <laughs> in the shoe closet. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, I, I just, mm. it makes any job more fun. It, imagine going to work every day and you're so annoyed that you have to go to work, but at least you get up and you get to go do right. a little flirty. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. what made school like fun when you were a kid. Yeah. Right? Like when you were in school, I didn't used to want to get up and go to school, but at least I got to see my crush. Oh, that's so true. Not my teacher. I wasn't crushing on the teachers. Did you ever like a teacher? Oh yeah. Really? Big time, big time, big time. Like who? Um, I had two different teachers. I had a middle school teacher and a high school teacher that I was very, very attracted to. Really? Um, yeah. I never had. Teachers aren't my thing. It, I don't think it was because they were my teachers. It was a, They were both actually very objectively attractive men. Right. Like, I don't think it was a teacher thing. Like, I don't watch, like, teacher porn now. That's not my thing. Who's your celeb crush? Again, I have, like, a bunch. I mean, I think that, like, like I tend to, like, like a John Hamm type. Like, handsome. Like, mm. that's, like. I love John Hamm. I mean, it's crazy. He's so he's so attractive. I love that. Man. Um, but I have a lot of different. I can like get in. I can be excited by a lot of different kinds of guys. I feel, and sometimes for a long time I won't think a celebrity is like attractive or like it won't be doing it for me. And then I'll see like one interview and I'm like, well, now I'm very attracted. You know who I totally forgot existed and I rediscovered him a couple of days ago and I think of nothing else. What? Justin Long. Thoreau. Oh, Thoreau. Justin Long, get out of here. Are you kidding? No, I don't know. But Justin Thoreau is very attractive. That kind of, I'm sorry, I reminded myself of that moment in Glee. Do you remember when he goes, Josh Groban, kill yourself? <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't really, I only. <laughs> Josh Groban, kill yourself. <laughs> is that what he says? I don't know. I Who's didn't watch Josh Glee. Like, it might be, not, it might not be. He goes, who is Josh Groban? Kill yourself. <laughs> That's so funny. So funny. Justin Thoreau. He's very handsome. Oh my God, He's baby. Very handsome. Oh, he is sexy. Yeah. I, it's unbelievable. Anyone who is like a sexual object on Six Feet Under. Did you watch Six Feet Under? Yes, but not in a very long time. My he, parents loved it. Like I like I was so attracted to Peter Krause and Justin Thoreau from that show. And um Michael C. Hall to a bit, but he was always so sad that it was hard to find him. Justin Thoreau plays two characters on Sex and the City. I know. And they just have, they cut his hair and they hope that you don't notice. Yeah. But his second character is such a funny concept and I really relate to it. Which one's the, is the Jewish 
one the first or second one? The Jewish one is the second one. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. Carrie dates this guy who was Justin He's Thoreau. a hot writer the first time, right? Hot. No, he's he's just some hot guy in a bar the first time. Oh, okay. And she like ends up hooking up with him or whatever, just hanging out with him in a bar to make Big jealous. Gotcha. He's like a loser with like spiky hair. Like yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinks he's the shit. But then I think a season later, maybe not even, she's dating Justin Thoreau again. This time he's shaved his head. He plays a hot writer. And he's oh, okay. uh, from a family of these very intellectual Jewish people yeah. who name their daughters um, who, after this book, Zo Zoe and what What was the other one? I don't, I don't remember. It's just, it's just adorable. Like their whole family, they're professors, they're documentarians. Like right, they're right, right. so interesting. And Carrie falls in love with their family. And uh, it's Phyllis Schlafly. She plays um. someone... On Wait, not Phyllis Schlafly. That's not. That's like the that's, famous anti-gay marriage anti Republican. <laughs> no, not Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis something. Phyllis something. I can't believe that was Phyllis Schlafly. No, that's it's Phyllis so something. Funny. And I was like, yes, and I was like, nope, that's the one. She woman. plays Rhoda on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Um, look it up. Rhoda, Mary Tyler Moore. I typed that. I typed that really bad. Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler. No, Moore here we go. Look up. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm. I'm looking, I, I'm I need to know. Valerie Harper. Riveting. Her name is not Phyllis. No, it's then her name was definitely. <laughs> so embarrassing. Her name is definitely Phyllis in Sex and the City. That's Look up her role in Sex and the City. I'm working on it. Anyway, Carrie falls in love with this guy's family. And and I totally relate to that. Have you ever done her that? name on her name? What her name on Sex and the City is Wallace Wiesel. Phyllis Wallace. Come on. <laughs> okay. I've never heard Wallace <laughs> as a woman's name. She's adorable. Oh my god. That's and so, so funny. She's like Carrie. Come on. You know you'll never find another mom like me. Don't break up with me. It's so cute. I just love that. Yeah. Have you it, ever fallen in love with someone's family? No, because I've only met, like, my two, like, I've only met the families of, I feel like, the people I've, like, dated, dated. And I've I've always liked their families, but I've never been, like, I like the family more than I like the guy I'm dating. That's yeah. never happened. Um, maybe it will one day. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, Jeff, Jeff, I'd love to meet your mom. Okay, here's, so you guys are doing a pretty good job of rating and reviewing. Spotify is looking okay. I would love to get it better. Apple Podcasts is still, compared to Spotify, embarrassing. Like, guys, please, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, go rate on Apple Podcasts and just write a review. We would love you for that. Please, please, please. Hold on. Um, and? And then you can call in to the podcast. The calls are, you guys are taking notes. The calls are getting, are just getting better and better. 929-269-4960. You always um, find it before me. <laughs> um, we love you. We'll see you soon. We love you. Bye. Mwah.